Yeah, just, oh, the presence of God's so thick in here today, isn't it? I felt it as soon as I came in. I haven't been able to stand up so far. It's wonderful. Thanks, guys, for that beautiful worship. It's lovely. Yeah, um, sharing my faith. Yeah, it, it happens in lots of different ways at different times. And, um, yeah, I started a long, long time ago um, when I was about 13, I think. Yeah, sharing my faith with just kids at school. used to have a little prayer partner that I used to pray with called Rosemary. And um, we met at a church camp and we decided we'd pray together for people who, who didn't know Jesus that we knew in school. So we did and um, then we invited them to social activities like squash. We used to play squash and tennis, things like that, mostly sporty things. And they would come along and um, get to know that you know we didn't our friends who were Christians didn't have two heads and they were sort of normal sort of <laughs> and um and then we'd invite them to church and um and our pastor Ron Bottomley who is a Baptist minister at East Fremantle he used to preach the gospel and they'd get saved so that was easy didn't have to do much really, just invited them along and um, just reached out socially really. So that's one way and we're talking over a long period of time here. (laughs) Uh, So I suppose through the years I used to just talk to friends, you know, and um, have a coffee and lead them to the Lord in my home sometimes, just over coffee, just if they were having problems often you share their problems and just say look you know Jesus can help and would you like to know him and it was pretty yeah Jesus meets people at their point of need too so yeah recently a couple of years ago I had quite an upsurge of evangelism I had a friend who was really pretty hot on the evangelistic trail and I used to think oh she she can do it all I'll just pray you know she doesn't need any help so we'd go out together and and um, I would just pray and she would lead them to the Lord. And and we were just, it was rid- ridiculous, you know, it'd be like one or two a day, you know, it was just crazy. I just used to think, wow. And then I started going to this church in the city called Perth Prayer, Wesley Church, an interdenominational thing. And... Um, <clears throat> A lot of people would just walk in because outside it had, you know, prayer for this, you know, come in if you would like prayer or just to spend time with God. So people in the city just would wander in. And um, my friend used to say to me, you know, there's people here that need Jesus, you know, we better talk to them. And I'd think, yeah, right, then. So off we'd go. And I'd let her talk and I'd pray. It's a bit of a cop-out, really. (laughs) But anyway... It got too many people and she said, I can't do all this, you're going to have to do that side and I'll do this side of the church. So that's what we did and I, I always remember two people particularly. There was a lot of people came to Jesus in that place and I remember this um, <clears throat> young girl, she she was just sitting there looking a bit sad and I just went up to her and just straight out said to her, would you like to know Jesus? And she said, Yeah. 
And um, so we prayed. And then her mum was sitting the other side and I said, do you know Jesus? And she said, no. I said, would you like to know him too? And she said, yes, I would. So there was a picture of the Good Shepherd, a big stained glass window in that church. And I said, you know, he's, he's just like that. He's like the Good Shepherd, you know. can trust him to lead you through your life. And we talked about that. So, um, yeah, every which way it seems to happen. When I'm away overseas, it happens a lot. Um, God will show me people and, and I'll speak to them or there might be someone walking along with a walker and you can see they're not too well. You don't need a word of knowledge for that. <laughs> so, so I'd just go up to them and say, would you like me to pray for you? Quite often would do that. And then, you know, talk to them about Jesus that way. Yeah. So there's, there's heaps and heaps of different ways it comes up. I think the coffee shop thing was pretty amazing. We Probably the latest thing that we've done, well, I've done by myself as well, is just walk into a coffee shop and and um, just be praying, pray in the spirit and ask the Lord, is there anyone you want me to talk to? You know, is anyone here? And quite often, you know, there'll be people that it's really obvious, like one lady had a scarf on, and I thought, well, she's had cancer, I've had cancer, God healed me, so I shared that, and led her to the Lord that way, because that's, that's her point of need, she needs healing, you know, and um, it's not hard, really, when people are in need, they, they really want you to pray for them, so that's, to me, that's the easiest way, you know, and I just believe was thinking this morning, Jesus is the healer. And um, he, he went around doing good and healing all those that were sick and oppressed by the, the devil. And that's what he still wants to do. And he'll use us to do that, you know. He gives us his heart of compassion. If we um, are in that place, you know, it's, it's not hard because he gives you that compassion to reach out for people. Some people, you know, like the street people sometimes who can give them some a little bit of money, but often it's, you know, I met one man recently, he started to cry when I gave him some money, and um, and I just talked to him about Jesus, you know, and it's just really easy, just say, would you like to know him, and you can ask him into your heart, you know, and he'll just forgive all the things that you've you've done wrong, and he's he's going to welcome you, you know, into his kingdom that sort of thing you know and um yeah there's there's been a, an incident the last couple of days um person i know who's actually on life support now and um years ago he said to me on the phone he was in a bit of a bind and he said oh, i don't know what to do i'm just so confused i don't know what to do and um i said oh look you, you just need jesus and he said, oh, yeah, I think you're right, you know. So I told him what to do and the conversation ended there. I was just saying to Dale, I'm so glad we had that conversation, you know. Because um, he's, you know, at a crisis point, obviously, in his life. So you never know, you never know the person you're going to speak to, whether they're going to be here today, gone tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, on that sober note... <laughs> I might finish. Okay, yeah. Thank you. Good, thanks, Mum. 
Really, it's just making ourselves available. And that's what we really want to be doing. It's not just about Philip and my job or a couple of other people. It's like it says go into all the world and make disciples. And uh, that's all of our job. And I don't think there's anything quite like introducing somebody to Jesus. It's like if you want a buzz, if you want excitement, if you're a little bit bored, then do that. You know, it does make us step out of our comfort zone, but there's some, there's some really cool stuff happens when we put ourselves in the place of, I will do whatever you ask me to do. You know, I've, I've learned that there's a real beauty in just saying yes to God. Often we go, no, 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 I can't do that. Use somebody else. They'll be better at it. And, you know, there's people that you're the right person for them to speak to. Nobody else can do it like you will do it. And God, God has lined up good works in advance for each one of us to do, but we can miss doing them, and that's why we get bored. If we don't want to be bored and think, oh, ho-hum, you know, when you lead somebody to know Jesus and you know that they're forgiven of all their sins, that they're not going to go to hell, that they have eternity, that they can experience heaven now, that is a gift that you've given, and you will be so blessed when you do that. But it does take us getting out of a little comfort zone, and this is my little box and this is where I live and go you know what I'm going to do something different and I know all of us have people that don't know Jesus we all have people in our life whether it's our family or our friends that don't know him but God knows their hearts and knows where they're at and knows exactly the right time and place for you to talk to them so I just want to encourage you be thinking and praying and we're going to get you to write down names soon at the end of the service and uh, to, we're going to pray over them this week and that God will really move because as mother says her and her friend used just to get together and pray because you're undergird it all with prayer and then something happens can we do that